level at Goldman. Worse, he is on the sales side, which is less attractive than becoming a partner. Margot wants to tell her mother that Chad is essentially a good-time guy, that the wealthy clients like him because he is funny and amiable, and that he loves to drink. Chad has never met a party he couldn't make his own. He is quick with a top-notch cigar and a rabidly funny dirty joke in his back pocket. Beside that, Chad doesn't really like to work. He doesn't have that burn of ambition you need to have to climb to great heights, the burn her father clearly had when he became CEO of the largest soft drink company in the world in his early forties. Her mother looks at her across the table between small bites of something incredibly exotic. Margot didn't quite hear what it was. Piquito crab, maybe. Her mother's eyes are steely blue like hers, though colder. Her mother says, Perhaps there is something you can do. What do you mean? says Margot. A wife can often be the greatest asset, her mother says cheerfully. You could do more, you know. Charities. Get yourself out there. What do you do in that house all day? Margot considers this. Lately she has been painting again. With the kids gone, except for summer, she suddenly has this sea of time. In truth, she has been busy. There are the normal volunteer things she does, serving on the library board and on the board of a foundation a friend started after her son died of a rare disease. She does Pilates three or four days a week, depending. There is the weekly doubles match with the same group of women. She belongs to a book club, of course, which is more an excuse to drink wine than it is to really engage with literature. But of all those things, the painting is what gives her pleasure. Margot wanted to major in art in college, but the kids who majored in art, to put a fine point on it, were not like her. She studied art history instead, which at least had the veneer of practicality. Not that a career was something she would ever need to worry about. But if she couldn't paint, she could at least pretend that someday she might be the curator at a museum or run a downtown gallery. Art was the only subject she ever really liked, but she harbored her love of painting like a secret. And the only one to ever see anything she has done is Chad, who will look over the swirling brushstrokes, the abstracts she is into now, and always make some joke about how everything she does looks like a vagina. And why is that? A secret weapon, her mother says. What? Margot asks, aware suddenly that she has been lost in thought and looking down the length of the dining room to the panel of windows, the ones that look south toward Midtown. You could be his secret weapon, dear, her mother says. Never underestimate how important the wife can be. Margot thinks about this. Perhaps she could do more, especially in the city. Cricket and others are always after her to join this or that board, help organize this gala, and the children always give her a polite reason to demur. Margot makes it through the rest of lunch. Her mother suggests they do some poking around in some of the stores in the mall, but Margot is prepared for this. She has made plans to meet a friend for coffee on the Upper East Side. At the door to the restaurant, they kiss again, on both cheeks, and Margot moves through the expanse of mall, 
down three sets of escalators, and to the front door. She is just about to move through the revolving doors when something draws her eyes upward. She sees the pigeon, then, sees it before it hits the glass. Then she sees it hit and fall to the ground. Through the doors she goes, and behind her is the rush of air as the carousel continues, people being pushed out into the spring day. When she was a child, at her parents' giant brick house in Westchester, birds used to fall off the roof, out of the gutters, babies, and Margot would nurse them back to health. Sometimes they didn't make it. Other times she fed them white bread soaked with milk out of an eyedropper, and like a miracle they grew. In her yard she would teach them to fly, and they would leave her. Margot kneels next to the pigeon. She is oblivious to the people moving around her. The bird, squat and city fat, is on its back.